When I say compliance program, what thought pops into your head? Paperwork? Waste of time? Turkish prison? The Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, mandates that physicians participating in Medicare or Medicaid have operating compliance programs. Note that these programs must operate at the practice level. Compliance can't simply be outsourced to a billing service. In September 2010, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services took the first step in attempting to define what those mandatory compliance programs must look like by issuing proposed regulations. Consistent with the probable first thoughts that popped into your head, the great majority of medical groups will view mandatory compliance program as a necessary evil, a cost. Not that they don't understand the need to be compliant. Because groups will have no choice if they wish to remain as providers of Medicare and Medicaid, they will begrudgingly adopt a compliance program. But let's be honest, only some will actually implement the program on an ongoing basis. Importantly, and this is the central point of this podcast, a much smaller minority of group leaders will understand that a compliance program can be used as a further lens through which to focus group strategy in order to wring additional profits from and opportunity for one's group. This should be your goal. The new healthcare reform law requires that physicians seeking to become Medicare and Medicaid providers establish a compliance program that meets specific core requirements to be adopted by the Secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services. The proposed regs, announced in late September, are the Secretary's initial step in adopting the core elements. The proposed regs include solicitation of comments from the public on the draft core elements. Specifically, the Secretary proposed adopting the Federal Sentencing Guidelines elements of an effective compliance and ethics program as the basis for the core elements of the new mandated Medicare and Medicaid compliance program. Although Obamacare imposes mandatory programs, the federal government has previously issued a number of pronouncements related to health care compliance efforts of providers. Obviously, the federal sentencing guidelines have long used the existence of an operating, effective compliance program as a factor supporting reduced punishment. And, importantly, on October 5, 2000, the Office of Inspector General of HHS, the OIG, officially announced a compliance program for individual and small group physician practices. It's one of several guidance programs directed at various segments of the healthcare industry and continues to provide a relevant roadmap in compliance efforts. Under nearly any scenario, other than a total repeal of Obamacare and no replacement legislation, it's nearly certain that mandatory requirements of compliance programs are here to stay. Your competitors will almost certainly regard compliance programs as an aggravation and a cost to be endured. That viewpoint is entirely consistent with the fact that most medical groups, in fact most professional practices, are purely tactical, that is purely reactive to business events. For example, the hospital indicates that it has a problem with quality. Well, what to do now? 
The administrator is thinking of issuing a request for proposal rather than directly entering into renewal negotiations with your group. Well, what to do now? However, the most successful groups are strategic. They have an overall business strategy, carry through with consistent sub-strategies, and deploy coordinated implementing tactics. Strategy is the filter through which their actions and activities are focused. Yes, one purpose of a mandatory compliance program under Obamacare will be to assure qualifications for participation in government health care programs. Another will be to reduce the chances for errors that lead to auditing or prosecution. And the existence of an operating compliance program that conforms to federal sentencing guidelines will help to reduce the consequences of criminal conviction. Each of these purposes is a pure compliance program goal, and you, too, will incorporate them in designing and implementing your compliance program. When viewed strategically, your compliance program becomes a tool for you to do more than simply assure compliance for compliance's sake. It's a pivot point around which you can improve your group's financial performance. For example, the framework of your program can be used proactively to examine and optimize the billing and coding process, minimize billing mistakes, drive faster completion of billing materials and the speed of the billing cycle, examine the efficiency of outsourced or in-house billing and collection operations, and examine options for post-billing service collections. A compliance program is also a pivot point around which to design additional business relationships. In this light, compliance prohibitions are highly useful negative guides for what can be done. One of the core principles of business most often ignored in practice, and almost always ignored by practices, is the advantage of leverage, a business multiplier. You are going to be forced to have a compliance program. You are going to be forced to expend the funds and devote the time and effort necessary to establish and operate it. Obtain leverage by using that same program and the funds, time, and effort in a strategic, proactive, and profitable way instead of simply treating them begrudgingly as efforts and expenses to be tolerated. <music> 